0: Is it time for showbiz yet? Okay, I guess so. It's time for Songs from the Basement with your host, Stuart Hell, the record spinner of the um, of the basement. Okay, I'm not going to say the internet because there's other people that spin records, I'm sure, over the internet. I'm probably not the only one, but I'm the one that you have tuned into, so uh, I'm the closest one to your internet right now for the moment. Anyway, today we're going to have uh, some interesting music on this uh, show. We've got uh, uh, Nielsen, Lulu, The Box Tops. Righteous Brothers, Bob Dylan, Paul McCartney, and um, quite a few other people. Santana too. Phoebe Snow, if I feel like throwing her in, and um, watch her melt. Anyway, uh, let's uh, get on with the uh, show. The first uh, song is from 1979, and it's a band called Axe, and they got a kind of a good rocking song here. It's a song called "Hang On," Axe, right here on Songs from the Basement. Better play it before I get the axe. <laughs> That's going to hurt in the morning. listening to Songs from the Basement, and that's uh, you think that was probably Otis Redding. Well, you're close. It isn't quite him, but it's one of his protégés, uh, Arthur Conley, who had about three, four albums uh, under the direction of Otis, and uh, actually um, he was he was a guy who uh, definitely uh, thanked Otis Redding very much on his records. Um, that was a song called Hearsay from the Soul Directions record from Arthur Conley that came up 1968 uh, just one of the, one of the tracks off that record, and my copy, I got this at a, like a, a one of those uh, thrift stores, and almost every song had scratches all over it, except for two songs, another one on the other side of the record, and that one, and I thought, I like this song, Here Stay, so, um, I played it through it, and make sure that it was okay, and I thought, eh, what the heck, let's play it, so, um, so you can hear a track from it all right james taylor right before that from the same year 68 from his uh well technically the second album he made uh he was on an album before that called uh, james taylor and the flying machine from 67 but uh his first uh, well-known solo album was just simply called james taylor and it was on the apple record label uh in Owned by the Beatles, and they they signed him to uh, one album, in '68, and we played a track from that one called "Don't Talk Now." And 1979 was uh, a band called Axe and a song called "Hang On." This is a songs for in the basement. Your host Stewart Held spinning more records here, and yeah, if you hear pops, ticks, clicks, or scratches, whatever. You know we're playing records here, okay? For the most part, here's a track from a Nick Gilder record, um, his second one called City Nights, and this came out in 1978, and it's a song called "We'll Work It Out." Nick Gilder in the game.
1: True. tell them now it's just me and you, it's near, I feel it coming,
2: Yeah, let's keep it coming.
3: play all hits all the time, you play songs you should finally hear after all this time on Songs from the Basement.
4: Make sympathize? Well, I got news for you. Huh. There's gonna be a change in me. So pack off your bag and get on out. To put your business in the street. Yes, yeah, we went round your old back door. You got some cleaning to do. Now don't.
0: That's Lulu, uh, and uh, from her album, New Routes. Uh, 1970, or was it 69? Is right in that period. And uh, come around and sweep behind your back door. That's really what she's talking about. Uh, That was actually a good one. That's around the time she was um, in cahoots with uh, one of the Gibb brothers from the Bee Gees. I think it was Barry Gibb, possibly. Or was it Maurice? I wasn't sure. But uh, she was also, um, she made her debut as a singer in the mid-60s. And she was also in the movie To Sir With Lunch, Uh, Uh, love uh, with Sidney Poitier and um, the Mindbenders, uh, which later members of that band turned into 10CC about uh, five years after that. So that's the uh, little neat history with those people. So there, Kenny Loggins, right before that, from his first solo album, album Celebrate Me Home from 1977, um, he played a track from that one called Daddy's Back and his front two. Nick Gilder, right before that, from 78, um, the year after, will we'll work it out from his City Nights record. Nick actually played in a band called Sweeney Todd. They were from Canada, and Nick is actually Canadian. And you know who else uh, used to play in that band? Of all people... Brian Adams, that's right, he's another Canadian too. So, uh, both in one band. Um, I have one, the, Sweeney Todd made two albums. I have one record, and I have played tracks in the past. I should probably dig that one out and play another track from it, uh, just so uh, anyone who's listening to the show lately can hear a track from that uh, record. So that's um, some piece of useless trivia for you to, um, you know, remember in your head to say, hey, I got a trivia question about Nick Gilder. So there. Okay. This is songs from the Basement. This is your host, Stuart Held. And let's do a really neat track. This should have been a hit in the summer of 1979. It should be a hit. In, it should be a standard summer song. I, I believe it's a great song anyway. It's by a band called the Rubenews, and they might not be so popular, um, you know, hit wise or anything. This band is still making records today. They made a crap load of records since at least 1976. And they're really, really a good band. they uh, I guess... Uh, near uh, San Francisco or uh, that area. They're from California originally and they uh, I haven't even begun to hear half of the records that they made. I just did some research on them. I've got about three of their records and I, re- I like them a lot. Their first record is just an absolute masterpiece for, for pop rock late 70s and I'm not going to play anything from that that record. I'm going to play something from album number two, which I have right now on the turntable. Uh, back to the drawing board is the albums, and it's uh, you know if you root around used record stores, you could probably find this record. And the track we're going to play is actually should have been the big hit off this one. Here's the rumor news from '79 and a song called Driving Music. songs from the basement a rock and roll alternative
3: I have changed a bit My hair ain't quite so things back home what's been happening with all my
0: got songs in the basement, and that's definitely one that can uh, stay in the basement. That's one of the last singles that the Box Tops ever did. Uh, I guess that came out in 1971, very early 71. Uh, Alex Chilton was still with the band uh, at that time. In fact, he wrote this song. It was called Since I Been Gone. So um, that's kind of one of those uh, songs where you don't really think that, uh, wait a minute, that doesn't sound like the Box Tops. Yeah, the later years, uh, they had like one more single that came out. Uh, they were on the Bell label at this point. Uh, they had about three singles for Bell. Then, like, the last single that they did was on the High record label. Um, all of them were, I guess, done at Royal Studios, so that kind of makes sense. It's kind of a funky song, the very, the two very last uh, singles that they made, um, you know, for the High label. But I played Since we were Gone, uh, Box Tops, for anyone who likes the Alex Chilton uh, sound. Um, I know I got a request for a big star a lot and I, I need to get like all the albums that they got, but you know what? All those records are going for $45 and up even the CDs. And do I have a lot of money to do that? Well, when I win the lottery, I'll get them all. No, I'll slowly get that some more big star stuff. In fact, I could play, I have one album by big star in my collection. I just got to dig it out and play more tracks from it. Anyway, but I wanted to play a box top song. Okay, Uh, one before that was from 1977, DC Star in a song called Blue Sparks. One before that was Nielsen and the Gang, uh, Yield Dodger Blue," uh, that came from the last uh, the last album that he would have made before he passed away. It was um, a bunch of stuff he was recording. Uh, he didn't quite have a record label at this point. Uh, Mark Hudson uh, finished it up. He uh, produced the last, uh, got got the last recordings, touched them up, produced them, and you know made them really you know, made it available uh for everyone to hear and I grabbed a copy of it a while ago and there's some good stuff off there. Uh so uh Nielsen right there. And the Rubenus right before that, the cruising song, Driving Music, nineteen seventy nine, from their album back to the drawing board or whatever that was. Yeah. So, what else are we gonna do here? Um oh yeah, other than playing music. I thought it was something else I was gonna tell all of you and i can't remember now so until i can remember let's move on with some more tunes here here's one going back to 1963 with the righteous brothers kind of early in their career kind of a a reggae-ish latin feel on this one uh here's a song called i still love you righteous brothers from the basement with Stuart Hill. Uh, Songs from the Basement and that uh, that uh, classic one was actually uh, a classic without getting an air player, not much and a lot of people don't play Todd Rundgren anymore, I did I uh, wanted to play a track from the Initiation album, that was a title track 1975 is when that came out and um, that was uh, kind of an interesting record that was uh, for a long time, during the vinyl days and before You know, 1990 or 91, when people really just stopped making records for a few years. Uh, Not completely, but, uh, you know, a lot of people were finding it very hard to find to find records, brand new ones. Uh, Initiation, uh, 1975 is when that came out. That held the record for quite a few years as the longest record on vinyl, on vinyl. It was like uh, 30 minutes each side for uh, you know a record, un- you know, uh, continuous. So um, usually uh, the shortest one for a regular record was a Dave Clark 5 record that was about 13 minutes. I believe it was about 13 to 14 minutes. Um, uh, five songs that were like 1 minute and 45 seconds for the Dave Clark record. Five songs each side, something like that. The longest uh, song I think was like 2 minutes and 3 seconds, <laughs> something like that. Uh, You could check that, but um, for the longest time, that was the longest album you could put it on and uh, didn't have to get up after 10 minutes and change side too so uh, anyway I played the uh, title track uh, Initiation Todd Rundgren right before that was Slow Train from the Slow Train Coming album by Bob Dylan 1979 uh, quite a while ago um, I played a track from that actually it wasn't all that long ago um, another track from the Bob Dylan Slow Train Coming record and the track I played wasn't bad it was just uh, I had to clean the record up it was so full of that uh, that 1970s solution that the you know, people used to put on their records and when it dries um, it would just sound really horrible real cracky like you know, like you were hearing a film over the the music and I did my uh, little audiophile trick That a lot of my hipster audiophile friends told me never to do to a record but it works every time they say well clean your record put that crap on there I'm like no I don't want to put crap on it Uh, Just regular water and um, a dry Kleenex, wet Kleenex. And then if I have to, you got to do some needle tricks for the records to clean them off. And then they'll sound pretty much like a champ. So I wanted to play another track from that record to make sure it sounded okay on the podcast. And it definitely did. Hopefully it sounded okay to you too. One before that was The Romancers. She Took My Oldsmobile and before that was The Righteous Brothers, I Still Love You, 1963. This is Songs from the Basement. This is Stuart Held. And uh, here's a track now from that kid that played in that Liverpool band, you know, the Bagels, I mean the Beatles, the kid is named Paul McCartney, and this is one of those uh, now-released, unreleased tracks from the Flowers in the Dirt record that came out originally in 1989. He did some uh, demos with Elvis Costello and some acoustic tracks that are now finally available for everybody to hear. I'm going to play one of the tracks here. Uh, It sounds like Elvis Costello and Paul McCartney doing a song called Tommy's Coming Home.
2: She was counting out the window of an outbound train, all the poles of the telegraph, and the rocking by rhythm in the song of the rails couldn't make the sleeper laugh. Down, 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 so deep, down. By a hungry fox, and the broker woke from a fitful slumber, consulted his shares and his stars down. She was really upset She took back a ribbon in the fountain box As he offered her a cigarette Down, down, down She took a drag The be- f-
0: Angeles to Barcelona, Paris to Tokyo, Manila to Sydney, Minneapolis to Brazil, London to Johannesburg, and lots more all over the world, tune in to Songs from the Basement.
1: You told me not to try and tie you down, so I just took my place and Always said that you must be free. Well you couldn't see, you were losing me and messing up the one good thing we had. I'm going out the same way. But now I'll turn around and see The girl I left behind me I told myself that things would be okay You'd come around to my way any day As time went on, you just stayed the same No, you, you couldn't change or be real I'm picking up the pieces of my life.
0: got songs from the basement that one's definitely a basement song <laughs> kind of a nice one actually uh breaks the uh image of what we've been playing before with uh regular lyrics uh that's that's kind of a very obscure one uh definitely no words except for la 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 uh and you guessed it it's called la jala sunset um or is it la Hala sunset i am I've heard the, you know, the word, the letter J being silent on quite a few things, but I don't know if it's in English or Spanish or however you say it, but I just said La Jala Sunset by Ron Mayer and Gary um, Marcado or Marsato. How about that? I wanted to say it both ways, just so I can get it right and get it wrong at one point. Okay, kind of a nice one there. Um, it came from a record. It's a home, uh, one of those homegrown records, uh, KGB Records, and it came out in 1973. And it was for um, uh, proceed, uh, you know, for some benefit for the United Way in 1973. And it was a various um, artist record from, I guess, California. So, uh thought I'd play a track from that and maybe I'll play another track later in the show or very soon from um that record actually. It's got some good stuff off there. Uh one before that, uh it, it actually no, I want to say it kind of sounds like um a Crosby Stills and Nash type song. Very early 70s. Very hippie ish. You know, I could see some hippies uh, uh, playing acoustic guitars and doing that song. So, brings back my youth. Uh, the Monkees, right before that, a song that was uh, written by Carol Baker Sager. Say, uh, yeah, I can talk today now. Carol Baker Sager and Neil Sedaka wrote the song for The Monkees called The Girl I Left Behind Me. You can find that record on, uh, or that song off the instant replay record by The Monkees, or that version yes davy jones sung it and the one before that the return of farmer john the sales brothers and the jaguars and the one before that starting off the last four songs was uh paul mccartney from the an outtake now released uh from the flowers in the dirt record with the extra songs now released tommy's coming home from um probably recorded 1988 but released in 1989 so there, there's your rundown of the last few things we played. Okay, now to really run them down, I gotta put the records on the on the uh, street and then run them down with my car, but um, or my bike. I'm not gonna do that. Then I can't play them uh, unless you want to hear scratchy records on a future show. No, that's okay. They're scratchy enough. Let's do um, a song by Arden Taylor. He's kind of a forgotten name now. He did have a big hit in 1971 called Indiana Wants Me. Uh, He was really a one-hit wonder, but he was a session guy for the Motown uh, people. He was um, the tambourine player for a lot of those uh, Motown songs like Love Child by the Supremes and Temptations, Four Pops Tops, and a lot lot of other uh, people. He worked as a studio musician. But they let him do his own record on the Rare Earth label, which was owned by Motown in 1971. And we're going to play a track from that one. The, The title of the record is Therefore I Think I Am. I know a lot of rhetoric. Here it is: Arden Taylor in a song called "Gonna Give Her All the Love I've Got."
3: Of all the hits, all the time, then here's your musical alternative. We're Songs from the Basement with Stuart Help.
0: You've got songs in the basement. That's uh, John Mayle and the gang uh, for the Bear Wires record. I believe that came out in 1968. And that's a song called Killing Time. Uh, one of his featured guitar players at that point was Mick Taylor, who um, uh, the year later went into the Rolling Stones. So uh, Mick played on two or three uh, John Mayall records. John Mayall basically would have had a revolving door of musicians coming in and out of his band, but boy, look at the people that played with him. Uh, he basically practically uh, got Fleetwood Mac together. Uh, the, you know, he had uh, let's see, John McVie, Peter Green, Eric Clapton, Mick. McTay- Taylor, uh, uh, scores of other people played with him in the early days. Um, uh, even Jeff Beck was involved in some, some shape or form too. Anyway, um, uh, what was, uh, we were going to say, oh yeah. Anyway, so that's John Mayall. Jennifer Warren's right before that, uh, a hit for her in 1979. I know a heartache when I see one, uh, one before that was from the same year. Uh, you know that I love you by Santana from their marathon record, uh, uh our Dean taylor right before that 1971 gonna give her all the love i've got from his therefore i think i am record okay so he had he had a hit in 1971 same album uh indiana wants me is the one you might kind of remember thinking oh that's that guy okay so that's him Let's do a new song, or a fairly new song. Um, It's uh, Electric Light Orchestra, Jeff Lynn's version of it. And he made a record called uh, From Out of Nowhere, and we're going to play a track from that one called Help Yourself on Songs from the Basement. This is where you can hear the hard-to-find and sometimes out-of-print songs you won't hear anywhere else. It's Songs from the Basement with Stuart Hell. (laughs) ¶¶ Rolling Stones there from uh, their Tattoo You tour 1981 but it came out a year later off the Still Life record Uh, they claim American tour so they did an old classic uh, Under My Thumb Uh, so that was a live version of that there's been about four versions of that probably more Uh, every time they tour they had a That was one of their standards. Uh, Even uh, Gop Live, if you wanted, from the 60s was even done live. So I wanted to just play this version of it. And it was the closest Stones record to me Uh, at the time we were uh, pulling this uh, show together. So I thought, "Ah, yeah, let's play something from this uh, Stones record. doesn't uh, get a lot of... uh, uh airplay anyway anymore so um might as well play a track from it one before that was phoebe snow 1978 and a song called you have not won a rockin' track for her that's surprising and elo from a very recent latest record as far as i know uh from out of nowhere elo and a song called help yourself okay so it's the Songs from the Basement, and um, we're going to play a track from Pat Simmons' album. Um, no, not Gene Simmons. Pat Simmons. No relation. Uh, this guy played in the Doobie Brothers for many, many years since its uh, conception. And he did a solo record in 1983 called Arcade, or was it 82? No, 83. And this is a track for that record called Don't Make Me Do It on Songs from the Basement. to the music that you've been missing. Songs from the Basement with Stuart Hild.
5: So far.
2: Say that you're sure to find true love and peace of mind.
0: So, the basement, that's a, the spinners. So, every time you want to listen to them, you want to spin around. That's Mighty Lunch right there. Uh, are you getting hungry? No, Mighty Love, 1974. Uh, kind of a hit for them, and um, that was kind of a neat one. From the Mighty Love and Other Hits record, Stormy Weather, right before that, Leo Sayer, 1978, one of the tracks from the self-titled Just Leo Sayer record, and General Johnson and the Chairman, a song called When Will I See You Again, 1983, and Pat Simmons' Don't Make Me Do It, from eighty three, same year, we'll do, we'll do one more song today, and then we're going to close it down for another one. And this one more show was in the can, and then we um, fill up a uh, bunch of piles of songs for the next show. This one is actually from that uh, the KGB um, Records, uh, the Benefit uh, record. That I played a track from earlier uh, in in the show, and this is by um, what are they called? Uh, Gary Hyde and the Spangles, and a song called Claremont Mesa. Uh, how the ball bounces. That's the way the groove goes. Up the clairmounts. Nice. This is Stuart Held. This is Songs from the Basement. And uh, thank you very much for uh, joining us for another uh, show on Songs from the Basement in the Basement. And, uh, All of us down here at Songs in the Basement, stuck in the basement now, uh, thank you very much for uh, joining in on the fun, the musical fun that we uh, try to have. Every show we do, and we thank you for all the listenership that's heard around the world. We've been doing this for quite a while, so hopefully we'll do it for another quite a while so there thank you very much and stay safe and you know what to do have fun be careful and we will do the same here until the next time we all meet up again have fun and safety is the word bye all